You're listening to Unveiling the Magic Podcast, where newcomers and seasoned Potterheads are all welcome. Hello and welcome back to Unveiling the Magic. My name is Laura. I'm Joni. And I'm Priscilla. And this is the book to movie episode for Chamber of Secrets. We're going to discuss some of our favorite moments and some of our least favorite parts of the movie adaptation. There's a lot more on this movie than the first one. I've heard one grievance of yours. Yeah, and when when you ask me which one, what I'm sad they left out, I will tell you that. Same one. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I'm tired. (laughs) Joni's like, why is no one talking? Oh, that's right. Uh, How are we? Clearly, I'm doing great. (laughs) Well, I think last episode, I talked about I was going to go to Maui for my 30th. Yes. So I have. That was the last episode. Yeah, I have gone and have come back, and it was absolutely amazing. It was a once in a lifetime thing. It was beautiful. My husband, Phil, planned everything and it was great. It was a lot of fun. He did a good job. It was so nice. Maui is definitely a beautiful island. Um, And we went to a luau, which was probably my favorite thing. Mm, I never thought I would be, I would go to a luau, but we did. It was beautiful. That was probably my favorite thing of the trip. One of my favorite things. Yeah, that's cool. And then I saw Laura. Me and Laura saw each other this past weekend. Yeah. So just like a few days ago. We were in Charlotte. Yes. I had a long layover for work and Laura and David drove over, up, over. Over. Yeah. To Charlotte. Maybe a little up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then Phil joined me. Um, Yeah. And we all hung out. That was fun. Yes. What about you, Joni? Well, I didn't go to Hawaii <laughs> or Charlotte, <laughs> but I did stay home and I did lots of reading and lots of cross-stitch. Oh, yeah. I finished the book that I started. The, they both die at the end. Mm. Um, mm. It was good? Yeah, it was good. I, I handled it well. <laughs> Good. Because <laughs> I know you were saying it was like it was an emotional book. Yeah, everyone's just like, it's so sad. And it is sad, but there's also like a sweetness to it. And you go on a journey with them and you kind of accept it. And it's kind of sad and sweet and cute. Yeah. I mean, the title prepares you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good. But yeah. And then I, I finished a really big part of my cross stitch, which took a long time. Where are you cross stitching? Have you guessed yet, Sissy? I said it looks like an an a dark angel or a fairy yeah so you said fairy and dark angel is correct dark angel okay yeah it's i think that's like the literal title of the pattern it's very pretty yeah and i think we explained it in another episode but when joni starts her cross stitch projects she'll post them on instagram the progress with the date and in the beginning i like make the most obnoxious guesses and finally it was a parent that it was some kind of human (laughs) and then a fairy i think after you told me that it wasn't a fairy then i was just like i think it's like a dark angel yeah Yeah. it's very detailed and painstaking but i like it it'll be done hopefully in a few months do you follow some sort of like yeah there's like a pattern so like each color it's almost like paint by numbers but with thread that's Mm. how i like to explain it okay but it's fun Mm -hmm. do you usually do it when you're like watching something 
Yeah. Oh, nice. and I finished the second Star Wars while doing the, the um my oh, the other day. Nice. I started wow. like in February. Uh, Joni, why wasn't that like a text message to me? <laughs> it, it was like two days ago. So? Do you not text her two days ago? I know, but it was just like... <laughs> Actually, we've been very quiet th- this past weekend. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was when you were were in Charlotte. So I was just like, oh, well, she's like oh, hanging okay. out with them. So like when I know like you're with people, I'm not going to sit there and interrupt your friend time. At least I try not to. That's very nice of you, but I'd be like, I know you're busy. Just read this later. <laughs> yeah. See, my thing is, is that when I get texts like those, I'd be like, I'll, I'll respond later. And, and then, then you'll forget. Yeah. Often. And then I feel bad. So then I just don't create that situation. Yeah. I, oh. I, I, well, I get Jeremy, that. You know, you know, that's not a situation with me. Okay. Well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Jody's like, okay, moving on. I told you no. <laughs> I try being considerate here. You know, Phil made a really good point. I think he saw it on someone else's Facebook page or it was like, you know, one of those, what is it called? Memes, memes but words. Not inspirational. Really memes, yeah. Yeah. I never know what to say. Yeah. What are those? <laughs> inspirational quotes <laughs> made into a graphic. <laughs> it was like. Nowadays, people think that they have access to you 24-7 because Mm. they have your phone number or they can call you or text you. It's basically saying they need to understand, like, I can say I'm not going to text you back today. I'm going to text you back when I want to text you back, you know, because it wasn't always like that. People didn't always just text people back instantly. And I feel like people are slowly thinking that's how it should be. And it's not. Yeah. Yeah, very true. How about you, Sissy? Well, I've decided to tell myself uh, to not allow myself to watch a new show because I have fit Breath of the Wild into my life, finally, <laughs> Yay! after a year. Literally, the I started the game last August. I didn't get very far, and I put it down for like 11 months. So that is what I'm doing. And I also finished a book last night, actually, The Book Thief, which it's similar to Joni, where it doesn't tell you right in the beginning what's going to happen, but the narrator toward like the middle-ish, he kind of gives you a hint of what's going to happen at the end. So I was prepared, but it was still sad. It's about World War II. So yeah, it was a little, little sad, but it's a very good book. It's a long book. It's over 500 stinking pages, Oh wow, that is but nice. it's a good one. It's been on my list to read, and I didn't realize it was such a long book. Oh, I will say, I did start Midnight Sun. Oh, yeah. That one's 600 pages. 650 pages. Midnight That's Sun. That's the, um, the new Twilight Edwards version. Oh, okay. <laughs> 14-year-old self was so excited. Sounded familiar. Yeah. It's probably all over everywhere. Probably have seen the, the title. Somewhere. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I think it came out almost a year ago or a year ago. But I finally got a hand my hands on it because I found it on Thrift Books, and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna get it. Have you started? Like, are you pretty far in or no? Not at all. <laughs> I'm still at first meeting. Edward's like thoughts oh. are so much longer than Bella's. Like so, so <laughs> much longer. <laughs> the book is much bigger, much longer, and the font smaller. Oh and my gosh. I'm I'm still at the first interaction. And it's been like three pages of him. Oh my just god! Thinking the first sight of her, you go like two pages in, and it's like, and that was just the first second of seeing her or seeing her blood. And I'm oh like, oh my god, that was one second. That was like two pages. What is happening? So, oh my gosh, 
It's interesting. This might take longer than I thought. Yeah. Well, keep us updated on that. Yeah. So, movie. Chamber of Secrets. Let's do it. (laughs) Harry Potter. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with um, just talking about our favorite scene? Sure. I don't know if I have one. Well, dang, Johnny. Well, I can tell you that my favorite scene. Okay, was... let's let's start. Wow, with you just cut me off. That was Priscilla. Rude. Sorry. <laughs> uh, delay in time. I will bring it on that. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start. Let's okay. Let's start with Priscilla's first impression. Like, say okay. you just walked out of the theater and watched this movie. Well, I can tell you my actual first impression was a few weeks ago when I finished the book, Phil and I watched the mm-hmm. movie, and it was so different. Not okay. It was so different in comparison to Sorcerer's Stone and Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. Because, and it probably will get worse. I don't know. You guys could probably tell me. Probably. If it does. Because I feel like the movie or the book is so much longer. Mm-hmm. And as they get longer, I'm assuming they just can't fit everything in. Yeah, but I was just kind of like, oh wow, they left that out. Oh wow, and you're just like sitting there, and of course Phil doesn't know because he's only watched a movie, so then I can't talk to him about it. So I'm like dying to do this with you guys. <laughs> finally, sitting <laughs> yes. down and doing it. Um, but overall, I think that it was a good movie. I yeah, if I'm comparing it to all the movies I've seen, which is only two at this point, I still like the first one better. Um, nice. But maybe again because that was my first introduction into all of it, but. It was good. It was a good movie. Did a good job. Yeah, I will say. I think something that a lot of Harry Potter fans forget that for a series, book to movie adaptations, Harry Potter is probably the most spoiled compared to other book series. Because so many book series just get demolished in the theaters. In college, I read the Divergent series. Mm-hmm. And I really mm. liked that book series. I really liked the characters. I actually kind of liked that series a little bit more than Hunger Games, and I know a lot of people have opinions on that. Mm. Um, but I liked the characters a lot more. And they yeah. didn't even make it to the last movie because the I think the second and the third movie was so bad. Like all of the actors just backed out. Oh really? Why? What? Why was that? They diverted off of the books too much. Diverted. Yeah. <laughs> and divergent it just like it wasn't making sense and it wasn't adding up i would say like the last book in that series kind of changed a lot but still like they changed the very ending to where it didn't even make sense how they were gonna continue on and i think yeah we're going off topic but like i don't know how it went so bad like i remember walking out of the theater for that movie i I forgot it was the first or second or second or third i think it was the second and i'm thinking i don't remember that happening and i don't know how they're supposed to connect this to the next book because like where are they going and then and then it it never never, yeah (laughs) because they just messed up so bad and then you also think of aragon that one had one movie bad didn't even continue with the second um but harry potter is just definitely one of the most successful ones and i think we forget that so many other people who are who are big fans of other book series are just like why are you complaining your entire series got movies oh <laughs> yeah that's a good point it's crazy yeah, because true. i was just watching a streamer watching them while i was like doing dishes and stuff and it was so weird to me that someone said this to her because she was talking about video games and mm-hmm. she's an Animal Crossing streamer. She was talking about wanting to expand and find new things to play. And she said, 
random fact, but I just had surgery and I reread all of the Harry Potter books and then I'm rewatching all of the movies and I can't believe how different they are. This is literally 20 oh. minutes ago <laughs> that I, and I was like, what? I was like, someone needs to be here to see this. I wanted to show Phil. No one was here. Oh, and I was like, oh, we're literally about to talk about this. I just thought that's that was so, crazy. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. But that's why I would like to see like a Harry Potter series. Like, oh. Actual mm. fleshed out series. I don't think we're ready for that anytime like soon. Like a TV series? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so scared of that. Yeah. I don't think anybody's ready for that right mm. now. But I think like another 10 years. Maybe of like like people have been saying, maybe of something that I don't have a book on. So like Yeah, I like that too. Things but I, I was would just like, about to spoil. Would like to eventually see the things that we don't get to see in the movies. Oh yeah, yeah. How about you guys? Do you remember I mean I know you guys rewatched the movie, but do you guys remember mm-hmm. how you felt? I don't remember my initial reaction to the first movies i honestly i think the first movie that i actually saw in the theaters would have been either the maybe the fourth movie i know for sure that i watched order in the movie theater next to my mother who fell asleep in the theater yes Mm -hmm. oh my god she's she was passed out so i might have seen goblet but the first movie i remember was order of the phoenix so the first few movies i was young enough to where my mom probably was like no i'm not gonna take you to see that movie so i probably had to wait till it was on tv or watched it with like a friend's watched a friend's it house. on direct tv paper oh we paid for that mm-hmm. okay but i don't remember my initial do you know remember Joni? no you remember the pay-per-view part <laughs> yeah because i just remember it was always really exciting when mom actually was willing to buy a movie that's true yeah. And then I also remember, you know, when you have to like wait, this is aging us real hard right now. I think pay per view was aging us. <laughs> I don't like, know if that's still. Like, is that a thing still? I don't know. That's what I'm DVRs thinking of. Like, and like instant pay or is it whatever, like streaming and stuff. Like when you bought a movie, you had to buy it at that specific time and sit and watch it at your home at that specific time. But you can go to that channel and it'll do the preview of the like like a first like I don't know minute or so of the movie. And so mm-hmm. I just remember watching like the first bit of the movie and it was like the little scene that they would show was Dudley stomping on the stairs and I just remember seeing for that the first over. movie. And yeah. over again until the movie actually started. Mm, I remember that. I remember random things. I don't know. But I just remember that. And then I also remember watching it later and feeling like I was sneaky because I watched it by myself without you. Sneaky. Yeah. Because, oh, again, Sissy had a very tight hold on Harry Potter. Yes. It I was mean, here she is thing. recording a podcast for lots of people to listen to. Trying to share it with as many people as yes. possible. So what is the uh, first difference that we remember, like, as far as the earliest one? I can start. They skipped his entire birthday. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Ron, like, mentions it in the it. car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, happy birthday, Harry. <laughs> yeah. That's literally how the book starts at all. And then that's kind of how he sees uh, Dobby in the bushes. Mm-hmm. And that kind of creates, I feel like for me, the reader, you're kind of like, oh, what? what is he seeing? There's something happening. Yeah. But you don't is really get that evil? in the movie. Yeah. 
you kind of just yeah. Dobby just appears in your you don't have something to connect it to like oh that was probably the person in the bushes or the thing in the bushes mm-hmm. so yeah that was interesting I mean I get it. it's not super important but they definitely just cut it out <laughs> was Dobby to your expectations did he disappoint you oh yeah he was he reminded me of Smeagol yeah, <laughs> they were prob. Were they around the same? They, was it they around the same, the same time? time, or was Smeagol like? Did they make the Lord of the Rings movies first? I kind of. I think, I think it was around first. the same time. I think Lord. They well, I think Lord of the Rings came out first, and then yeah. Harry Potter. But there was definitely like a rivalry. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. He was. I think he. I think they did a good job with Dobby. Yeah. He was. I. I really like the way they. They made Dobby, Dobby as a character, not that great <laughs> in book two. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it gets better. A pretty big difference, but like I am so used to the movie that I almost forgot that it was only in the movie is the pudding cake gets dropped on Mrs. Mason's head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Which is just yeah. there for like comedic reasons, obviously, to get, you know, to be entertaining. But in reality, it just splats in the kitchen and gets all over Harry yeah. in the book. And I like how in the movie they like made it seem like Harry was doing something when really it was Dobby. <laughs> so like what they're all seeing is Harry like just using his hands and it yeah. looks like he's doing some sort of like magic. Harry was like, what do I do? Yeah. I'm like, okay, let me just pretend I'm doing this. They also got rid of pretty much all of the life in the in the burrow. They kind of, oh, you just kind yeah. of, you meet everyone and then you go to Diagon Alley, which I get, mm-hmm. but also I love I love the burrow. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, did you like, Priscilla, did you like seeing the burrow? What, what little that we did? That was actually one of my favorite parts of the movie because you can still see Harry, like, seeing the little, even it's like the self-washing pans and the clock mm-hmm. and then yeah. all that. That was really cute. The way that they kind of incorporated his, like, excitement over it. I yeah. did. It did suck. We didn't get to see Ron's room. Like I was excited. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. See that. Yeah, that is true. He did say his line of like, "This is like the best house I've ever been in," or whatever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the self-washing pan and then the self-knitting oh, yeah. blanket thing are actual physical effects to wear. If you go to the tour in England, oh. you can actually see them. So one day, if we ever make it across the pond. Yes. Oh my gosh, we can do a freaking day or two and go and to the tour. The Warner Brothers studio. So much, yeah. So much to do. The studio tour. I know there's a lot of like castles. They may not all be close, but like that would be an option. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Just like the first movie, a lot of the scenes were, a lot of scene of events were back to back, like done on the same day. There's a few instances pretty much the whole like i don't know how many minutes of the movie when it's all one day of harry having the dinner with the masons it being harry's birthday the same day then traveling to the borough they eat breakfast then they have get their letters yeah and then they go to Diagon Alley or diagonally <laughs> diagonally i just watched the movie with david last night and i don't have the special features deleted scenes and i was like what harry just goes from this dusty store and just walks into the alley and the whole scene i don't know what version you watched priscilla but the whole scene where harry sees draco is 
Yep, that's on my there. notes. It's gone. <laughs> I I know that that scene is there. I know that that scene it exists is. of him going into the um into the cabinet. I think I know mm-hmm. why it suddenly disappeared off of everything, but I can't explain it yet, which is annoying. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe, but um, wait. So I it's so it is on some. It is. Yeah. So was it in the movies when it was released? I think it was in the theaters. Or in the theaters. Because a lot of the times there's a theatrical release, which is extended. And then the DVD release, there's a slightly cut down. And there are some scenes that don't make and also, it there. Sometimes TV versions, like the network, will cut it down. Yeah. Not Maybe not the network, but the network will choose the cut down version. Mm. But I wrote my notes out. And then I went on the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter wiki. And they called that whole scene a deleted scene. So it's in, they said it's in the DVD, in one of the DVD versions, I guess, with a special version. It's in some kind of DVD version. There's a whole scene where he gets into this cabinet and Draco and his dad walk in. Draco's dad like hits him in the hand because he's, Draco is touching things that he shouldn't be. And all that's not there. I'm sorry, Priscilla. We'll see that version. Yeah, maybe we should. I didn't know that that was actually there. I, I, I had I actually have that in my notes. They skipped the Draco and his dad thing mm-hmm. because the first time Harry sees him is at the books, right? Oh yeah, Gilderoy. At, yeah, at Flourish and Blots. Yeah. Flourish and Blots. Yeah, but yeah, I mean they skipped all of that, and then they just magically happen to run into Hermione without the letter from her at Diagon Alley, <laughs> yeah. um, and then she yeah. like does magic. Yes. Yeah, oh yes. Oh my gosh, I didn't write that down, but I'm glad you brought that up. She like fixes his glasses, and there's no issue with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Harry just got there and to be expelled, but okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the book, Arthur does that. Yeah. When they're like, oh my gosh, where'd you go? Where'd you end up? And Wait, so in the movie, does he get the letter from... I can't remember. Yeah. From school? The letter. It's like a howler in the movie. The letter about not doing magic. Yeah. So like it talks. It doesn't yell, but it like talks. Okay. And everything. I must have like been to the bathroom or something when i was watching it today because i don't remember that no okay then yeah he gets that letter and then hermione just says magic like it's no big deal it's not in the movie no i don't remember that like i think i might be making it up yeah you know how like we make up scenes in our head sissy made up exactly yeah draco in the robe store yeah i'll die believing that i've seen that i thought i did (laughs) i in my head i've seen draco in a store he's in flourish and blots yeah Oh, but yeah. I feel like okay, that's fine. It's you could fine. have seen you could have seen the extended version of two. Yeah, I'm on, pretty like, sure that like ABC Family, ABC Family um, or Preform, whatever it was, had the at some point. versions. Okay. Yeah, because that would have been the only way that I saw it. Um, I also realized in Flourish and Blots from the movie is why I get confused thinking Lucius works at the Ministry because. In that altercation that turned out not to be a fight, just more like a heated argument with Arthur Weasley, Lucius goes, I guess I'll be seeing you at work or mm. something like that. And I was like, see, that's why I think that. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> see you at school. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> see you at school. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, They so they didn't fight. No. Oh, we meet Gilderoy. Yeah. They did a great job. The actor, yeah great job i i really like the actor that played him yeah he's handsome but also annoying at the same time so (laughs) yeah so some 
other big, not big, okay, I'll call them theatrical ads. <laughs> I know that's that's a great wording, but when they get to the car and they are traveling to Hogwarts, uh, as I was watching this, I literally laughed out loud because I forgot about this part where Harry almost falls out of the car. Tug of war with Harry. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, one of them's like, your palms are sweaty. I'm like, this oh, is a little. I forgot about that. Never mind. I was thinking. Yeah, that was very dramatic. Yeah, but, you know, I appreciate it for movie purposes. As a movie watcher, you want to be, like, entertained and, like, <gasps> yeah, you know. A small detail from that scene that I really like, when the train, like, comes up behind them, like, you see Hedwig's eyes, they, like, widen her eyes. Oh, really? So she oh. reacts to it, too. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's cute. I didn't notice that. It's funny. I can't think of any more differences of them getting there. Yeah, that's the last notes I have on that. Yeah. I did want to note, I think we might have told you before, but if you don't know, you'll find out by next movie. The actor that played Dumbledore ended up dying after filming this movie. Um, I he thought did. it was the middle of filming this movie. I thought so too. Like I said, the Harry Potter wiki said he died right before the premiere of the movie. Oh, okay. Of Chamber. Um, so he finished, yeah, he finished the filming of Chamber. I thought I had heard, and maybe it was just rumors, I thought I heard that he didn't quite finish it and they had to kind of like, I don't CGI. know, CGI him in certain parts, but maybe it was just like extra stuff they had to refilm. Yeah. But it said that he died after filming. So that's why in the third movie, we had a new Dumbledore, who mm. is kind of different. It's very different Dumbledore, but it's almost like the other side of Dumbledore yeah. that is still true to the character. So it's like, pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like I forget sometimes that they change actors. And I think that's mainly because I don't watch the first two movies as often. So I forget that I don't mm -hmm. remember that the actor's name that he played Richard them. Harris. Richard Harris, yeah. That he played him. I feel like I just have Michael Gambon. It's just etched in my brain. He's Dumbledore, yeah. Yeah, but I will say, I think I prefer Richard Gant Richard, <laughs> Richard Harris. He's a more, like... Calm. Calm, proper, I guess, Dumbledore. While uh, Michael Gambon plays a more quirky, which he is a quirky character. Oh, but does only he Harry really quirky? gets to see that. I think. Interesting. That's yes. going to be interesting to me because yes, he's a lot of I don't know how I felt the first time meeting the new Dumbledore. I was probably like a little judgy and like, mm, new Dumbledore. <laughs> I don't know. It could I have wasn't, been. Well, like, I didn't start to like the fifth movie either. So like I didn't start like diving in. Yeah, that's true. So you already had that Dumbledore. Yeah. So like I just got comfortable with him. Interesting. The Howler scene. Oh. Did you like that? Yeah. What's the name of, I don't even know. I mean, I know her name is Molly, but what's, do you know the actress's name? Actually, I don't. I feel like oh, I okay. did. <laughs> How did I know? Well, she's great. I like her. Yes. Oh, I love her too. Yeah. The Howler was good. I think Ginny did a good, uh, the last part of it, Ron was like, or <laughs> Molly was like, and Ginny, congrats on getting Gryffindor and she's just like her face she's is like, perfect she's like why am I here well, am right I now part of this? <laughs> why would you do this yeah. to me mom 
the um, actress's yeah. name is Julie Walters. Julie, Julie Walters. Walters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's a great Molly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a good scene. Again, he yeah. could have easily taken it outside, but you know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it didn't light on fire, but I I kind of like the way the movie portrayed it, where it kind of just like rips self destructs. Yeah. yeah, probably doing fire things in front of children probably would be the best. I mean, yeah. I guess could, they they could CGI it. Another character that we meet is Moaning Myrtle. Oh, did you like Moaning, Moaning Myrtle? Myrtle? So for some reason, in my mind, Moaning Myrtle was not young. I don't know why I thought okay. she was older. Well, fun fact. It's funny. Huh? Yeah. Well, fun fact. The actress was 37. <laughs> really? When she played it. When yeah. she played it, right? Yeah, when I she played so. it. I think so. Oh yeah, my gosh. She, was... she looks really young. Well, so if you look close, you could tell that she's an adult. But because of how they CGI her, because she's a ghost... A ghost they were able to get away with it. But if you see like actual pictures and stuff, you're like, yeah, that's an adult. Just like dressed like a child. Why did they use an adult? I, I wonder. have no idea. I think... You couldn't find a moaning myrtle that was younger than 37 <laughs> years old? The only thing that I can think of is because she's a ghost, she probably had to be on like a rig to like fly around maybe, maybe in some yeah. way. And they probably just couldn't do a minor. They could have done someone younger, but... Yeah. Wow, that is a fun fact. I'm actually going to write that down so I can look it up after. I think she did a good job. Yeah. She did. Her moans were very annoying. <laughs> her crying. It's like, please. A yeah. lot of people say that she looks like a girl Harry. A girl Harry? Yeah, like, that. if you put them side by side, it just looks like the girl version of Harry. Mm. Fun fact, she also isn't, I mean, she's in other things too, but she's in the newer Star Wars saga, I believe The Rise of Skywalker. And oh. I just remember watching like uh, like a behind the scenes on that movie. And I was like, oh, that's the same, same lady. Well, the thing with Moaning Myrtle is that we, in the book, we meet her at the death day party, which, which brings me to my least favorite thing about <laughs> movie i really mm-hmm. wanted to go to the death day party i really wanted to see it i really wanted to see it all go down and i thought it was super interesting and they completely left it out and i'm very sad about that not even like a hint of it like yeah a- we don't even see nearly headless nick the interaction Until, yeah yeah does he even talk no i think the first time we see him so. is when he's petrified yeah do we even see him petrified wait yes yeah we do we do we do oh john cleese got gypped yeah. What? The actor who played nearly had this neck. He's he's pretty acclaimed. He's like an acclaimed actor, and a lot of these older actors in Harry Potter just did it for their like grandkids or their kids, and so it's just like, oh, he got he literally was in like two scenes, maybe. Oh my gosh! No lines. Yeah. yeah, they they took out Death Day Party. They didn't even really. I don't even think they mentioned it at all. No, they no. didn't. I feel like that was a big chunk that they could have tried to still keep. Because they just did his detention straight into... Mm-hmm. The... Into finding Mrs. Norris. Yeah, they didn't even address that it was hell. Did Ron even have detention in the movie? I don't think so. No, he so didn't. So McGonagall tells both of them that they have to get detention, but... They don't show Ron's not e- Yeah. They, they don't, don't show, show or mention it. Yeah. So the whole him recognizing Tom Riddle's name isn't something that is done in the movie yeah that's right okay so i think that brings us to the dueling scene the dueling club 
And I like the scene. I think Daniel Radcliffe and Tom Felton did a, a good job showing their rivalry. I like the line, scared Potter. You wish. <laughs> uh, but one thing that was different that I think is kind of funny because it's just inaccurate, but I guess, again, for movie purposes, a stunning spell is way more entertaining than a tickling spell. Mm-hmm. But Harry does say the actual spell that he, he did in the book, which was Rictum Sempra, um, which was supposed to give Draco like a tickling sensation. He couldn't stop, I guess, laughing or whatever until he tried to hit Harry with something else. Instead, it ends up just like stunning. I feel like that would be hard for a young actor to try and do though. Yeah. Be, I yeah. can't imagine trying to like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. That's a good point. They may have tried it and then it just didn't Maybe, work out. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. To see that. Mm, okay. So, the drilling scene. Um, so, when we get to Hermione getting petrified, there's no Penelope Clearwater. Yeah. Percy doesn't have a girlfriend. I know. I was like, is it something they mention and it's not even something they mention at the end? Yeah, they don't well, even like, none of Percy. Yeah, all of that is like, Yeah. Which, yeah, I think someone mentioned Percy was not really in the movie. Yeah. On our Instagram. You see him at the borough. And then you see him, like, I think moving people away from the Mrs. Norris scene. You do see him for that scene where they find him in the dungeons. Oh, yeah. At Christmas. With Draco. Yeah. Which. That's true. At that scene. Fun fact. When... Mm -hmm. Draco says, I didn't know you could read to, I think, Goyle. That was an unscripted line that Tom Felton just added on. What? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. That was a good line. I didn't know you could read. Jeez. I think that's Draco. in the book, though. Um, that line. might, Maybe not. No, Probably I not. So. I don't think so. How ingrained the movies are. I know. Yeah. It is really bad. So, uh, you know, Hermione gets petrified, and now they got to follow the spiders. Well, they go to the hut. Hagrid tells them to follow the spiders. Which that whole hut, them being at the hut, I feel like was really good. They pretty much mm-hmm. followed the book really yeah. well. Yeah, that scene when was, I was good. I was watching it while I was cross-stitching, so sometimes I just, I'm just listening. I'm just like, because that was my section. I'm like, this was my section. Like, this was like my section word for word. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really cool because a lot of the dialogue is almost exactly the same. Sometimes you'll notice some lines swap certain mm-hmm. things, but the pretty much the dialogue part is almost... Oh. We totally forgot to talk about... Hermione and Ron. Hermione and Ron in the beginning. Yeah. When, when Ron gets goes to... When they all go to Hagrid because he's throwing up slugs. Yeah. And the mudblood thing. Yeah. So in the book, Ron is the one that grew up in the wizarding world so he knew what draco called her and in the mm-hmm. book hermione and harry had no idea what he was saying they could yeah. tell it was derogatory but they didn't know really what it meant yeah and then the movie she's like crying and it's like like if you weren't if you weren't aware that this was something mean that they would say about you you wouldn't cry over it even yeah. if you kind of knew it but since you didn't grow up with that like i don't see someone like getting that upset yeah which is it's frustrating because that does 
really start the um, pattern where Hermione knows everything. Yeah, she knows everything. So she's telling everything um, about the wizarding world, even though it's new to her too. Like, yeah, sure, she reads a lot, but then she has all the information and Ron doesn't. And that's a critical part of Ron's role is to teach them about the wizarding world because that's what he grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. It's hmm. a good point. It means dirty blood. Dirty blood. Okay. So after the hut, which we all like that scene, they follow the spiders right away, which yeah. I can understand movie wise. But I was going to ask, so you saw Aragog. I re- remember listening back to the episode where you're like, oh, I, I really am interested in how they would do Aragog and how he, will t- he would sound. Yeah. So what were your thoughts on him? Yeah, they did good on that. That whole interaction was also, I think, pretty good to as far as mm-hmm. the book went. But at first I didn't. I was like, I don't picture how they're going to make a massive spider and have that mice, massive spider yeah. talk without it looking childish. Mm-hmm. But I think they did a good job of making it look more, like more dark and more mysterious. That's true, yeah. But that part was good. My... <laughs> Ron did a really good job. More the actors did it. Rupert did a really good job yes. of. <laughs> he was so scared. He was so scared. Spider he does the best <laughs> facial expressions throughout the whole movie. Yeah, it's just so good. <laughs> it was awesome. That was also one of my favorite parts. Is his facial expressions through that whole scene of going to the spider. <laughs> He's like Harry. Harry's like what? Like, like all these it was just perfect yeah harry was mean yeah he was I when i rewatched it today i thought that because i was in the kitchen when that scene was happening and all i hear is harry like what and then i'm like <laughs> well geez relax yeah. can we panic now yeah exactly in the book he's the same way he was he was just like shut up yeah he was also mad that ron and the car came which the car didn't come in the movie in the beginning but in the book ron or harry was mad that he ended up losing the spiders because this car just came in and ron's freaking out about it yeah he had to find the spiders again but yeah (laughs) harry was not in the mood for Mm -hmm. ron another fun fact I'm here with just the fun facts today, apparently. (laughs) They had many different Ford Anglias for this movie that they had to use for, like, all the different scenes. Yeah. And you can kind of find them scattered, like, a bunch of different places. I believe one of them's at the Universal in Orlando. Oh, nice. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's one in California at that Universal. Yeah, and then there's one at the tour, and I know they auctioned one off somewhere at one point, but they had a bunch, so I'm pretty sure all the ones that you find at like those uh, those places are one of them that they worked in the that worked in the scene. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, one part that also made me laugh was when in the car they get out of the hollow, but they're still in the forest, and the freaking spider strangles Ron. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, yes. poor Ron. That's horrible. And pretty much after the spiders, they they go to the chamber. Oh, there's also no Valentine's Day. Oh, or dwarves. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we don't see we don't see Snape <laughs> get annoyed. <laughs> oh by yeah, Gildory. that would have been a cool scene. Yeah. At this point, had 
No. Yeah. We we skipped, I think, Harry in, in the journal, right? In the diary. Oh, yeah. He had already sorry. gone through the memory, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was the first time we meet oh, Tom Riddle. Yeah. Sorry. I skipped that. We're no, all over the place. It's fine. It's fine. But that's the first time he meets Tom Riddle, or we meet, he meets, we all meet, <laughs> um, which they did a really good job with him, too. Yes. You even get to see Aragog. Do we? I mean, uh, like yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he comes out of like the trunk yeah, thing. The yeah, the trunk thing. So Dumbledore pretty much gets most of Professor Dibbett's lines, which a lot of it was just omitted. I don't think Professor Dibbett was there. No, um, I think they had a person as him, but there was no lines. Yeah, so they completely skipped him, like yeah. that interaction mm-hmm. of us seeing Tom, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and young Dumbledore kind of had some of the lines. Yeah. That's interesting because that means we don't know that Tom is a orphan. Right. That is true. He might have said, he might talk about, does he talk about it? I don't think in so. In the chamber? All he says oh, is, uh, you don't think I would keep my filthy yeah. muggle Muggles. dad's name. Yeah. So he might not. Yeah. Might not know. That's interesting. Only movie watchers won't really know Tom's full background. Huh. Yeah. Good point. Gotta read the book. <laughs> um, okay. So spiders, Hagrid's hut. They go see the spiders. What happens after that? They pretty much go back to the school. I think they find out that Jenny has been taken. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. when they find out about Jenny. And it's like, bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. And they try to get Gilderoy to help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, they, they completely skip the teacher thing. The teacher well, thing. It's not. It's just not in the staff room. Kind yeah. of in the hall or something. Yeah. They just, yeah. They basically skip any thought of Harry and Ron going to an adult, which I mean, I get. Yeah. And then there's no like waiting period. There isn't like a period where you're just feeling bad for the Weasleys. You don't get to see That's like true. the other Weasleys reactions to this because it just kind of yeah. goes full into motion. Yeah. The only person you see when, is Ron when Miss McGonagall says, Ginny Weasley. Weasley. So they get Gilderoy and they go to Moaning Myrtle's bathroom. Mm-hmm. which they did a really good job with that too they okay this is no where where is the where does this fit in where they find hermione or they go to hermione's body and he finds the letter the note it's after the spiders because they have to do it after the spiders because they make the connection that spiders flee with yeah yeah that's true that's after. so they don't do it straight from the spiders to the to jenny to jenny yeah i think then, that they Oh, you know what? It's probably like a cut scene to the match. Oh, okay. No? No, because Hermione's already petrified because she has to be petrified. She's not there. (gasps) Oh, gracious. Okay, so it was before the spiders then. Hermione getting petrified cued Harry and Ron to go to the hut. That's what it was. And then they go from the hut. Wow, I promise we've read this and watched this, guys. (laughs) Yeah, we watched it yesterday. I watched it two hours ago. (laughs) And then, but also I was cooking and stuff. Yeah, from the um, forest, I think they just do a cutscene to them in the hospital wing visiting Hermione, and they find the note. Yes, and okay. then from the note, they want to go to the teachers or something, and they yeah. run into the teachers yes. in that hallway talking. Yes, that's what happened. What Joni? That said. is what happened because he has the note and he wants to run to this 
pillar that has fire and he's like it all fits and then he starts like putting two and two together and then that's what prompts him to want to go tell Gildory because they think Gildory's actually going to do something about it and then Mm. we figure out that Gildory is a terrible wizard a fraud a fraud but he knows what memory charms Mm -hmm. like that I will say I am disappointed that they didn't do the dark things line oh yeah I didn't think so, but I was waiting for that line. I was just like, I don't think Ron says it. I just find it funny. Well, it's, it's, it was supposed to be Harry that said it because Harry's just like, you're the dark, oh, yeah. you're the defense against the dark arts teacher. You're supposed to be here. This is, you, there are dark things. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. No. Dark things. The part where they take Gilderoy and go to Morning Mortal's bathroom and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden Harry just knows what to do instead of figuring it out. Yeah. He just like opens the chamber in the movie. It's like yeah. no figuring it out I at all. I found it. Yeah. I do like the opening of that that chamber, the bathroom and the sink that sinks was cool. down, the grate goes over. Yeah. It's pretty cool. They kind of hint with the chamber during the um Polyjuice potion scene. Mm-hmm. So when Harry is drinking the Polyjuice potion, he doesn't go into the stall like yeah. in the book, and he's looking at the sink and he sees the snake on the faucet oh. when he's transforming. Mm-hmm. So then they kind of make it to where you kind of put together like, oh, he he gets it now. The snake that's there, that's the entrance. Yeah. So he made that connection immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's also like did the the viewer catch that mm-hmm. yeah. i didn't obviously yeah me either <laughs> that's why i'm here guys <laughs> i appreciate that and the fun facts um uh, but what did we think of the chamber i thought um, it was cool yeah the only thing that i really could picture was because the only thing they've really described was the statue which was a full man and then the statue is just this like wild giant face. wizard giant face but i i like i think the whole like long walkway with the snakes on the side were pretty cool yeah i think they did a really good job in the movies because i as somebody who watched the movie first i can't picture it in any other way in my mm-hmm. head even though she writes about it and there's like other details of it like in my head it's just imprinted the, yeah the chamber from the movies same here did you picture it differently, Priscilla? I was going to say, well, now I have a picture of it. I think for me, it was a lot darker, but obviously because it's a movie, they can't really show it the way that I think it. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much, yeah, I didn't really have anything in my mind other than being darker. Yeah. Maybe less of a polished area. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. Because this was, cave. yeah, exactly. I had more of like a cave-like in my mind. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I don't think I have anything as far as differences in that part, but I I thought the whole interaction was good. Oh, this might be jumping ahead a little bit, but um, you guys mentioned that fire wasn't used a lot around them. But when not jumping ahead, jumping backwards, but when he first meets Fox, he like oh, you can oh, see yeah. the fire. Oh, forgot about Fox. Yeah, so we meet Fox first in Dumbledore's office, which I expected Fox to be bigger, but oh, yeah. it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> but going back to the chamber, Tom Riddle doesn't see Fox heal Harry in the movie. But in the book, yeah. Tom Riddle is like, oh, I didn't realize, or I just remembered that their tears can heal, or whatever it is that he says. Mm-hmm. So I, I that also was noticed yesterday after Fox blinded 
the basilisk. Tom says you can still hear him. Yeah. But in the movie, you can still smell him. Mm. Because don't snakes see with their tongue? The movie said... The movie said you can still hear them. Because I remember specifically, he uses a rock to divert the snake. But I'm just like, that doesn't make sense because he's right there. He could smell them. Like, Mm. Yeah. And also... (laughs) on the wiki page it was saying like one big difference was tom riddle in the movie was a lot more calm about the whole Mm -hmm. situation while in the book because i I remember i had a lot of that section he's yelling yeah when i'm reading it (laughs) i'm like yelling like i'm picturing like this like really pissed 16 year old kind of like evil looking the bird yeah, Leave like unhinged. Yeah, yeah, unhinged. That's a good word. But he was not like that in the movie. Yeah. But I mean, I thought that was a great scene. I thought they both actors did well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The actual basilisk fight, which I'm not mad about. It's clean cut short in the book. Fox does his mm-hmm. thing and Harry is able to, once he gets the sword, you know, gets a shot in. But in the book, obvious, or in the movie, obviously, it's a whole big scene and yeah running and tripping <laughs> poor thing he did he also, harry took a big tumble um in the movie i was like dang yeah. also the sword doesn't nearly give him a concussion oh yeah it just materializes oh yeah in the hat convenient which makes sense yeah just imagine trying to do the scene where like he has the hat on and then he just lifts it up oh look uh yeah i got a sword now <laughs> clunk yeah. Oh, and then the Tom Riddle like mixed up letters, words, yeah, whatever. That was, was cool. cool too. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good good scene. Um, you might have told Phil about some of that, but was he invested in that part? Like, oh my yeah. god, that. Well, because Lord when Voldemort? yeah, when I read that, that's when I was couldn't stop reading. Remember? Yeah. So we were on oh, the yeah. way to the gym, and I was like, Tom Riddle is Lord Voldemort. Lord <laughs> Voldemort is Tom Riddle, and Phil's like, what? And I'm like, yes. You know, so <laughs> then when we watched it together, it was like that moment yeah. where I was like waiting for it. That would be like the moment if I was ever watching with someone, I'd be like, yeah, I was like staring right at them. I hate it when people do that. Watching for their reaction. Phil does that to me all the time. And Phil, <laughs> whenever he knows that it's a sad part, he'll look at me too because he knows that I'll cry. David always stares at me when he knows that it's something that I'm going to cry about. And he's just like, you're crying, right? And I was like, yes. 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 They're doing a great job, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Let me be invested. Yes. Yes. But that was a good part. Yeah. One thing, they fly to like outside. You see like this picture yeah. of the moon. Oh, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why wouldn't where they just they fly Where are they coming from? <laughs> like, where's this hole? Like, why is Yeah, is just... there just like a massive hole on Hogwarts grounds? Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> So the whole moaning Myrtle being upset about Harry not dying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She just talks about it right before they go into yeah. the chamber. She does instead. say that. You can share, you can my, share my toilet. Or toilet, yeah. Uh, there's more ad lib. Johnny might have this with Lucius Malfoy. Mm-hmm. So when – do they show Molly and no. Arthur? Mm-mm. No. Um, so after Ron, yeah, they don't even show Ginny in there with Dumbledore. Yeah. Dumbledore tells Ron to send a letter to get Hagrid back. But they don't, they don't have Ginny. They don't have Gilderoy in there either. 
So they're just like, we're done with him. Mm-hmm. So when after Ron leaves and then Lucius comes in with Harry, the part where like Lucius says like, oh, I forgot the line, but like something like, oh, I hope we have like oh. Harry Potter there to save the day every like all the time or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then Harry goes, don't worry, I will. And that's actually another unscripted part. That, yeah, on both parties. Yeah, that they just kind really? of mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Also, nice. Jason Isaacs ad-libbed him kicking Dobby down the steps. Yeah. He just did that, and everyone's just like, what did you just do? Do you want to retake? He's like, no, I kicked him. Yeah, because like, Dobby <laughs> isn't there in that scene because yeah. he's just yeah. CGI'd. So Jason Isaacs went to kick him, and I guess the um, director was like, did you trip? Like, do we need a retake? He was like, no. <laughs> I kicked him. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Nice. Um, but they also ad-libbed the, he was about to, like, do the ad Abracadabra spell on Harry, supposedly. Did you but- say Abracadabra? <laughs> Abracadabra. You know, the Pokemon. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, but it, I used to be mad about that, um, little ad lib because I was like, Lucius does not do the killing curse on Harry. I mean, maybe, I don't, I just don't see that character doing it. In school with Dumbledore next door. We don't know what that is yet. <sighs> mm. Yeah, I don't know what the killing spell is. Wait, so the one that Lord Voldemort used on Harry's parents? Spoilers. Sorry, one that was spoiler. a little bit of a spoiler, Laura. I'm sorry, one spoiler. I'm sorry. <gasps> I literally tried. Don't I literally me. said we don't know that yet, and, and then she told me what it was. <laughs> then she told yeah, but me she what didn't it was. know. You just like let it out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Tread carefully. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna start stomping now. Okay. Um. So, yeah, Lucius Malfoy, the spell, I used to not like it because it was just like, he's not going to try and, you know, do that to Harry. But it was because Jason Isaac didn't really know any other spell. And so <laughs> that's the one he picked. Oh, mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. But that whole scene, like Dobby and defending Harry, that was that was all good. The sock, yes. all that. Yeah. I will say when I was doing that part where with Dobby in the sock, it threw me off guard that Harry stuffed the entire mm-hmm. diary in the sock. Every time I read that book, I always just, I guess I just like skimmed past that part, didn't fully read it or Grasp fully it. like acknowledge it. Yeah. So I'm just like, when I was doing the notes and I was writing, I'm like, no, <laughs> he doesn't put it in the diary. He puts the diary in the sock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's- gross yeah like, stretchy sock and how really, yeah it's really big i want to understand the the logistics of that i have a fun fact that i got on the harry potter wiki so the part where harry is stabbing the diary which in the book he only stabs it once with the fang in the movie he stabs it like three times and in between the stabbings there is a sound effect of a lightsaber igniting I'm not, I'm not even gonna attempt it, but the zing <laughs> in that part, um, and it's a purposeful Star Wars reference, probably because I'm guessing like there's probably people who worked on Star Wars movies working on 
this movie and John Williams composed the music for it. So I'm guessing that's why. Yeah, that's cool. I did not know that, but I don't know Star Wars things. (laughs) (laughs) I watched two movies, guys. You're on your way. You're on your way. Um, Okay. I don't think we did it in the last episode, but do we want to pick a most valuable wizard for the whole book? Oh, that's right. We didn't do that. (laughs) Harry. (laughs) Good job, Harry. (laughs) I mean, yeah, Hermione pretty much solved a lot but oh is harry gonna be like harry's just like generally harry he's the mbw of of everything he's always gonna be how about like special nod to someone who isn't harry (laughs) okay who'd you give it to Joni? right now my head's just wanting to give it to um peeves (gasps) oh that was another one i I forgot to say like you don't see him in this movie well you don't see him ever but see him in any movie (laughs) so you don't spoiler i guess (laughs) I think we might have said that last time. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, so Peeves didn't sing any songs or blame Harry. Because Peeves catches him, I think, right? For one of the attacks, Peeves is the first one to see him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he have that? He sings a song, right? Like oh, Potter yeah. Rotter. Yes, Potter You Rotter song, yeah. Most magical moment of the book or movie, your choice. The car. The car. Maybe for me, yeah. Oh, yeah, special nod to every single inanimate object that got destroyed <laughs> I know. by Harry <laughs> and Ron. <laughs> Harry and Ron's an- antics. I guess the the basilisk thing. Oh, that's a good Destroying one. Destroying the diary. Mm. I'll say Fox. Yeah. Fox, Fox healing power, yeah. yeah. I do like just the whole how from beginning to end this book kind of puts everything together with what happened in the first book, Harry mm-hmm. releasing the snake at the zoo, and then somehow oh, yeah. it correlated with him being Parasomouth here. Mm-hmm. And then that just all correlated into him discovering all of this. And I don't know. I just really like how it's all like coming. Yeah. There's little connections. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited to connect more. <laughs> so on our Twitter and Instagram, I asked to get some favorite moments or least favorite moments. And Emily said her favorite scene in the movie was the car ride when Ron and Harry takes the car from King's Cross. And she said, definitely this one can't stop laughing every time I see this. And she has a gif of Ron. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful <laughs> facial expression that's a good one uh, that's beautiful that's like when they realize um that the train is like right behind them and then we had victoria her favorite scene from chamber of secrets was when harry finally finds hermione's note in her hand and realizes <laughs> and realizes she's the smartest that's the first time i'm reading that <laughs> realizes she's the smartest <laughs> nice she's the cleverest witch of her age yeah, finding the note was uh, very helpful. Yes. Hermione's still helping, even when she's petrified. Mm. Yeah. Seriously. She does all the work. Well, she's just a, a key element in the trio. Mm-hmm. Did you ever notice that we're a trio, too? Oh, man. You know what? Fun fact. When I was coming up with names for the podcast, there is, um, there was, maybe I have it. I was trying to add trio into our name at one point. Mm. Oh. <laughs> J- 
just just know that I was just literally writing anything that came to mind and just seeing what worked. It's called kind of brainstorming. Brainstorming, yes. I couldn't figure out the word. Um, so I one of them is triwitched, and then I didn't remember that one. I I might not have told you everything. I was literally just typing whatever came to mind. Um, spellbound trio. Okay. <laughs> the lion, the badger, and the eagle. <laughs> that would have been a really long title. Yeah, that's like I was Narnia just trying to, right there. Yeah, I know. That's what that's where I got it from. But I was trying to maybe bounce off that somehow. Yeah. Anyways, fun fact. Um, but also, uh Victoria's least favorite difference from the book to movie is Percy's involvement. And some other things I won't say. But <laughs> Percy's involvement because, you know, you don't or really lack see him of in that. involvement. Lack of involvement, yeah. And yeah. you don't see him well, you don't really see him and penelope at all in the book but you don't get you know a weird vibe what's percy up to and you don't even hear about penelope sorry ravenclaw she's gonna be she was supposed to be like the well gilderoy is there i guess yeah. there's your representation <laughs> you don't even really know that he's in ravenclaw you have to look into that that's true they don't really say anything huh no they don't it was literally something from pottermore back in the day just like extra stuff um but I guess that's it. But so between the first, we'll do the book first. First and second book, which one do you think you like better? Ooh, um, oh, I, I, I still like the first one mm-hmm. better. I like the events in the second one. Yeah. There's just like more to it. But the first one is like a lot going on because they're all meeting each other. They're all kind of Everything's all of that. New. Everything is new. Yeah. So for me still the first so but i do want to kind of talk about how i feel every time i finish a book just to see Mm -hmm. if i feel the same way because yeah another book may take that spot yeah so book one still has Book one is still yeah is it same for the movie yes yeah it is probably i think most people can agree with that yeah i think i still like the first movie better than the second yeah. I think I just haven't sat down and watched a second in a while, but I feel like I laughed a lot a lot last night. I was just like, oh my God, that happened. Ron <laughs> almost got strangled and Harry almost died at falling out of the car. And I also think Rupert Grant did a really good job in this moon. He did. But I remember, I think it was the second book that I was just like, okay, I really want to keep reading this series when I got done with it. Yeah, I can see that. I definitely want to keep reading. I'm excited for this book coming up. Me too. Yeah. yeah. It's a really good one. And shout out. I'm going to do a little shout out to Mia, who mm-hmm. has finally started reading the books. She's only watched the movies. One of oh, our really? mods from our I stream. Yeah. That. So she's already finished book three. And she started <gasps> yeah. maybe. She started less than a month ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can get through them fast. Yeah, she texted me or uh, she messaged me and she was like, I just totally forgot we're reading the books for the first time together. Yeah. She's like, but I'm probably a little much further along than you. I just finished book three. I'm like, yes, you are. because <laughs> I'm reading them slowly because of the podcast. And she's like, oh, darn, I guess we can't really talk about it. It's funny, but shout out to Mia. Yes, that's awesome that she's reading it for the first time. Yeah. And obviously she's enjoying it. So yeah, if you haven't read the books, the guys, and it's not apparent to you yet that the series is the best thing ever 
Here's yes. your sign. Do it. Telling you to Peer do pressure. It. If Mia can do it, you can do it. Did you have anything else, Johnny? Oh, wait. I did want to say we mm-hmm. missed this and we acknowledge that we missed this in text and then didn't address it in any like what? recording. What was it? I remember, but kind of don't. So Ron had a little moment where when Ron says, um, I forgot what part because it's a while ago, but when Ron says, oh, well, maybe this Tom Riddle, oh, when they were talking about Tom Riddle getting award for services to the school and mm-hmm. Ron goes, oh, maybe he killed Moaning Myrtle. Oh, yeah. He did. <laughs> oh. He did. Yes, I don't remember if we talked about it. I don't remember either, but I know. Like, I don't think we, we did. texted each other. Yeah. Yeah. Ron called it. Yep. See? Ron, my boy. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Okay, well, I guess that's everything for Chamber, officially. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Wow. It's the end. It's the end of season two. This is so weird. It's so bittersweet. I know. Can't believe I know. we're done with season two, book two. Just like last season, there'll be a short break. We'll get some recordings done, and then we'll definitely tell everyone when we're posting a new episode. For Prisoner. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm excited. I feel like I'm, I'm like, officially in. Two books in. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. in this. You're going to get into, like, the I'm into pretty the soon. thick of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Once again, thank you guys for doing this with me or thank you for bearing with me through this second season. Thank you guys. We managed just one spoiler from Laura and that was today. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, one spoiler from me. What? Only one spoiler on the internet for you, right? We won't talk about it. We won't talk about it. (laughs) It wasn't a bad one though. Wait, are we talking about the first one? (laughs) So maybe there's two. Not the one I talked about today, right? No. Okay. Yeah, the first one that got spoiled was a bad one. But it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, we haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't really know how it all happened, so I still have a lot to learn. But yeah, thank you to the listeners for listening through season two with us. Thank you. We did a lot of new stuff this season. We incorporated like small businesses and Mm -hmm. all that fun stuff. So that was really cool. I think we could start a Facebook group. And then also, I think it'd be fun to start a Discord with you guys to so you guys can kind of chat with us about yeah. like not just podcast stuff or Harry Potter related stuff. So maybe we'll be doing that. And of course, if we do, we'll definitely like put it out. I usually announce things on Instagram. I prefer that app. So yeah. <laughs> just look out for it on there. Yeah, that'll be fun. And then we can chat throughout our days and stuff, not just you guys listening to us talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> but anything else you guys want to say before i close it out nope no, okay just thanks yes just thank, thank you guys you. all of you making this happen and as always like laura mentioned we are very active on social media at unveiling the magic on instagram and facebook and on twitter at unveiling magic mm-hmm. and if you're listening to this on apple podcasts or does spotify allow reviews I guess no but you, yeah, I think it's just Apple. What you can do on Spotify is follow us. Just hit Subscribe the follow or follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. So leave a review on Apple. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. We'd appreciate it very much. And I guess 
Until next time, season three. <laughs> Mischief managed. Bye. 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 Thank you. Aww. Oh, did you have you played Pokemon Unite? No. You haven't? Joni. I would think that you would. I don't like those games like that. You don't? Do you I think mean? that you would like this. I don't know. I usually don't like those kinds of games and I'm freaking hooked. I'm not to that point with Among Us. I haven't played in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. But when I play Among Us, I sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Is it just when you're imposter or just always? Uh, just imposter. Mm. Let's do Harry it. Potter. I'll probably Harry Potter. slim that down. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. This is what happens like, when we don't talk next. to each other for like three weeks. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't hear what you you last said. Yeah, I <laughs> distracted <laughs> you. <laughs> I did read something that show. spoiled. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I cut you off this time. <laughs> We're even now. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog is that, Joni? It's a Great Dane. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, it sounds like a big dog. <laughs> I know. Her that's Elsa, and I really love her. She's Aww, so pretty. Elsa, cute. Very loud. <laughs>